hallelujah why don't you put your hands together for jesus you are not clapping why i said put your hands together for jesus hallelujah hallelujah let's pray father we thank you in the name of jesus today thank you for the privilege we have to be in your presence we ask that you speak to us today may our lives never be the same again in the name of jesus say amen god bless you you may be seated hallelujah great how to pray how to pray how to pray which also has a need why 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 to pray <laughs> hallelujah amen and um, we went through a number of this chapter six did we go through chapter six talked about the the the, the formula the manner that jesus christ asked his disciples to pray okay he gave a way to pray and we went through the way to pray and i told you that there's always a way to get what you are looking for hallelujah what you are looking for doesn't just come to you or you don't just get it because you want it no if you are not willing to follow the way you can get it you may never get it hallelujah are you here okay now it is very very important that it is very very important that you pray hallelujah it is important to pray because most of you don't pray is that not it when we even organize prayer and fasting you don't come to pray you don't pray and when you don't pray you are endangering yourself hallelujah anybody who doesn't pray you are hurting yourself do you understand that so it is very necessary that everybody everybody including you tell your neighbor you are the one he's talking about Turn to your neighbor and speak to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor's face. And say, look, listen to me. Say, listen to me. He's talking about you. Did you hear? <laughs> Hallelujah. You've got to pray. We have to pray. I said that if you don't pray, your life is at risk. Your life is endangered. It means that you are in danger. You are an endangered species if you do not pray. Hallelujah. So many things are happening and so many things are controlling things. If you don't pray, you will become one of the things that are being controlled. Hallelujah. Yeah. You would become one of the things. And I don't think it is nice to become one of the things that is, are being controlled. Do you understand? Your life becomes like, like a tennis ball or like a football or like a basketball that they bounce around. Do you understand? The basketball cannot tell where it wants to go. Wherever they throw it, that's where it goes. Whoever is holding it is, is, is the person who decides 
where it goes. Your life must not become like that. Do you understand? Whatever is going on in your life, whether your business, your marriage, your ministry, whatever you are doing, we must not leave it at the mercy, at the mercy of a wicked entity somewhere. Because whether you like it or not, there are forces trying to cause you to veer off the path that God has put you on. Hallelujah. I was telling them in the earlier service as uh, I went to Congo. I, no, not Congo. Gabon. I was in Gabon. Their capital is Libreville. And then there's another town. Uh, there's another city like Kumasi, like the second largest city, which is called Pojonti. Okay, Pojonti is, is, is gentle port. Okay, port as in harbor. Do you understand? It's gentle port. Libreville. Ville is town. Libre is, is freedom or liberty or liberal. So liberal town or because you also have Brazzaville. Brazzaville. Brazzaville is also a town. Okay. Uh-huh. But this Libreville, it means that it's a free town. You do whatever you like. It's freedom. <laughs> do you understand? That's the meaning of Libreville. Okay. So we, we have to go to a place called Pojonti. Eh? Gentle port. As we go, it's, a, it's an island. Beautiful island. As we are going, okay, well, or when you sit on the boat and you are going. Now, if you are going here, the one man in the boat will not head towards here. The, ma- the one man in the boat will head towards here. Because see, as you are going, there is a current, okay, that keeps pulling you or pushing the boat. And gradually, so if you go straight like this, by the time you are getting to the land, you are actually landing somewhere else. So they have done it for some time and they have realized that, no, if I want to go here, I have to, I have to start my journey heading towards this direction. And as I go, because you can't control the current. You can't control it. Do you understand? So you have to move here so that by the time it pushes you and pushes you and pushes you. By the time you are getting there, you are actually at the point you are expected to come. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah, so you see, there are currents in life that are pulling you from the course that God has placed you on. He has a plan for every life. Hallelujah. God has planned for every life. He has charted a path for everybody. He told Jeremiah, before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you came forth, I appointed you a prophet to the nation. So you can see that such a person, his path has been charted already. God knew him from the beginning and what he wanted him to do has been defined and and scheduled. It was said of Paul that he was separated from his mother's womb eh, to reveal to reveal Christ to the Gentiles from his mother's womb. So God has a charted path for everybody. But this path that he has for you, there are forces contending to get you off that path. Look at what happened to Paul. Somebody who had been separated from his mother's womb to reveal, for Christ to be revealed in him to the Gentiles. Look at what he did. You were called to reveal Christ 
Now you have become an enemy of the very thing you were called for. Fighting the church. Injurious to the church. Was wicked towards the church. He had passion when he has to come. When he has to deal with the church. Passion. Do you understand? It is a total deviation from the cause that God had charted for him. Are you here? Yeah. Total deviation. There is a current that is blowing. There's a current operating to take everyone off the course that God has started for you. Now, it will take the force of prayer to keep you on that path. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. It will take the force of prayer to keep you going on the the same path that God has destined for you. If you like, don't pray. If you like, don't pray. You don't need to believe my message. If you don't believe it, one day something would make you believe it. Yeah. And I just hope that at that time it will not be too late. <laughs> yeah. Because at that you may not you may not have three days to fast and pray. You may not have three days to fast and pray. You may not have a pastor to come and preach to you the reason why you must pray. You may not have. This is the time you are hearing it. And this is the time that you have to pray. This message I'm preaching, take it as a prophecy. I'm bringing you a prophetic word. Take it as a prophecy. Something is about to erupt. You see, I told you, especially those of you who came for the prophetic morning due service, I told them that God showed me that this month, from, from January to the end of March, there would be strange deaths. People would die strangely. A spirit is about to strike. People would die strangely. Strange deaths. You will not understand it. There is a force that is about to do this. So he made us do something. You see, don't joke with this. Otherwise, you may shed tears. Recently, when I, when I returned, returned for Gabon, the, the first one, Gabon, I returned from Gabon. Or, no, I returned from Gabon. Yeah, Gabon. Gabon is a recent one. You see, a gentleman who was going to work, he was going to work in the morning, and then he decided to visit a friend. So here, around this area, he parked his car when he was going and he felt, because he felt like using the washroom. You know, and there's no washroom, you see. Our washrooms are by the roadside. Do you understand? Yes. Like, even for the women. Yes. Yes. I've been seeing some unfortunate sights. It's not beautiful. By the roadside. Some of them, oh, the gutter. The gutter by the roadside, then they stand in the gutter like that. Van Damme. <laughs> hey, Reverend Philip. <laughs> Van Damme. Never, never do that. Yes, it's disgraceful. Don't do that. Look, you are different. Ladies, look, you are different from us. Yeah. 
they didn't they did not make you from the dust you were not made we were made from the dust eh? the rough roughness of the ground they took it and they made us from it but you you were made from our ribs you are more refined do you understand so when men are standing by the roadside firing my don't stand there and do the same you are different ah yeah those men crowd they are disgraceful yeah shameful people how can you come and stand a big man like you sometimes you see people gray-headed people standing by the roadside she she i mean and you see cars are parking and cars are passing up and down up and then and you are there you have removed your machine and you are firing <laughs> you understand shame you don't do that so this gentleman parked this car and got one of the the general washrooms as he was standing there peeing he just stepped out of his car and stood by we wait. then a motorcycle came from nowhere i mean think about it if you are standing by a wall how does a motorcycle come all the way to the to the wall by the wall and carry this young man he went up and came down he broke his head and broke his neck died on the spot yeah died on the spot he told them that he was going to work and that he will return in the evening but you see something else was controlling the life of this young man something else there was a force a force was controlling this life never returned home as i talked to you it's in the mortuary i think it was last week's monday tomorrow will be two weeks or something it's gone last monday i came last week the week before yes so tomorrow will be two weeks he's gone he did not plan to go do you understand like i was showing you as the boat is moving the plan of the boat is not to veer off the plan of the boat to get to this pillar that's the plan of the boat but by the time he's getting to the land it's off because a certain current eh, is controlling is controlling what is happening on the water a certain current in the water is controlling it and this is what is happening so you must you must get a stronger force you must engage a stronger force so that even though a force is pulling you away the stronger force will keep you will keep you on the path that you are supposed to be on a stronger force hallelujah yeah things are controlling lives you must determine what happens to you by the power of prayer Another guy, some years ago, we came here for an, an, an all night or something. Just get into the morning. We heard some noise here. So some of the people rushed there to go and see what was happening. It was a young man who was returning from a wakekeeping. And apparently when he was coming, he was feeling sleepy. So he decided when he got here to stop and then get, go over, get 
some hot tea, you know, and warm himself up before he continues. So, he got down, crossed over, got the tea, and came and sat in his car, drinking the tea. Then a car came from the opposite direction. You think about it. Even if he has lost, his brake is, is, is gone. Why did the car not go anywhere else? The car didn't hit anything. How come that even the pavement couldn't stop it? And even if the pavement couldn't stop it, there are different, I mean, a lot of spots on this stretch. How come that it was only where this man had parked his car and he was sitting inside, sipping his tea, the car went straight to that place, hit the man. By the time he was getting to the hospital, he was dead. Meanwhile, he said, I'm going to work keeping. I will be back. He never got back. Because there was a stronger force that was controlling what was happening to him. Stronger force. It's gone and buried. Then in Nigeria, something happened. A story I chanced on. Somebody was traveling from one, one place in Nigeria to another. And he entered a bus and paid the fare. This is my fare. They collected it. When he went to sit down, eh, the mate came and told him that, Jack, collect your money. Get, 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 get down. Get down from the bus. He said, what? Have you changed your mind? Are you not going there again? He said, we are going there, but we don't want you in the bus. We don't want you in the bus. Take your money and leave. Fight. I won't go. You will go. 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 go. Fight. Nigerians. Two Nigerians. Collect your money. I won't collect it. Get out of the bus. I won't go. You will go. 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 I won't go. And eventually, the mate prevailed. So the guy had to collect his money and get off the bus. Well, you are going to the same place. He took his money and got off. The bus drove for some time and had an accident. Everyone in the bus died. Driver made every single passenger on board died. Everybody died. Everybody died. So the desire the mate had that get the bus, come off. Money, get off, get come out. That force, it was actually God delivering this man. <laughs> delivering <laughs> this man. Forces are controlling lives. Forces. Forces are controlling life. When I went to Gabon, I made a situation, the very unfortunate situation. I was ministering and then I prophesied to a lady because I saw an angel standing by the lady. And the angel was holding a parcel. I looked, I asked the angel first, what's up, what's up here? Because when I see them, I'm very happy and my confidence level, it rises. Yeah, because anytime I see them, I know something amazing is about to happen. So I asked him, what is happening? He said, oh, something that belonged to this lady, she has been denied of it. So he has come with a replacement. 
So I looked at the gift. When I looked at the gift, it was a man. Do you understand? It was a man. A nice man. So he's bringing. So I told the lady that, oh, this is what the angel told me. That something that belonged to you, you have been denied of it. And that he's bringing a replacement. And the replacement I'm seeing is a man. The church went dead. I said, what's going on? Not knowing, last year, she was going out with a, a man, a certain man, who wanted to marry her. Yeah. Before the marriage would come on, oh, the guy died. Mysteriously, after today, they don't know what killed the man. Yeah. He just died. So God had actually brought the man in replacement of that. They, they, were, they, were, they were quiet because they knew the guy. And they knew what had happened to the lady. And they hadn't told me anything. And then I also picked it up. You see, it is to tell you that uh, there are things that are pushing to control what happens to your life. Yeah. <laughs> to control what happens to your life. Maybe they are about to take your husband. Maybe they are about to destroy your marriage. Maybe they are about to cause you to lose your job. A force is operating. A force is operating. If you don't, if you don't engage prayer, then your life would be at the mercy of these evil forces. That is why you must pray. You must stop sleeping. You are sleeping too much. Yes. Sleeping too much. You must pray. <laughs> you must wake up in the night and pray. You must get time in the day and pray. You must pray. Because something else is controlling what is happening to you. One other lady, she, she had an engagement. Came for the engagement. And that day she requested that she wanted to wear something white. I know the engagement, they make you wear kente and all this nice traditional. So, so they said, no problem. You wear this one. Okay, when we finish a certain level, you can go and change into the white. So she agreed. She came. She wore it. They came. We did all the things, did everything. That will be done. And then it was time to go and change. So she went in there and changed and was coming. And you know these ceremonies, when they are coming, it's like, look, there's a breakthrough. So let's celebrate. So she was dancing. What's what are the songs you sing? And she was dancing. Oh, yeah, me, As of what God has the final say, Jehovah, the final. 
Jehovah turned my life around. He turned my life around. He makes a way where there's no way. Jehovah, sin coming, and some people were dancing to meet her. She came into the hall where the people were, elders were, whoever has come for the engagement. When she got there, by the time we realized, this lady was tumbling down. The girl fell, fainted. Fell and fainted. At the engagement. At the engagement. Fell and fainted. (laughs) At the engagement. It's amazing. Then some people wanted to come and fortify the thing. Come. I said, everybody, keep everybody, keep away. Keep away. Everybody, including everybody. Keep away. And then prayer. Before this lady is coming to open her eyes. Said, what happened? Said, I don't know. Yeah. I'm t- listen. Oh, are you here? Or you have gone home. Listen, I am talking about forces. Things that control your life. <laughs> Apart from God, there are other forces or spirits that control what happens to you. To you. I know another guy. He was, he was wearing his suit. He was going for a wedding. You have done everything for the day. Everything. The food, nice. But wedding dress, everything. The day of the wedding, everything, cake that they will cut. I mean, on the wedding day, they mean everything must be ready. Souvenirs, everything, decoration. Oh. Set. Set. He was wearing his jacket, wearing his shirt, trousers, wearing his shoe, everything. Wearing his thing. Then, a girl came. So, Jack, Jack, come. There's a little discussion. I said, oh, hurry up. We have to go to church. So, hurry up with your discussion. What discussion is it? Little discussion with you. He said, oh, you have to be strong. He said, look, strong. You don't know my expectation for tonight. I'm strong. So, as for strength, there, Charlie, I've mastered. I have gathered all of them for tonight. So, strength their day. So, hurry up. Let us go to church. He said, the wedding has been cut off. He said, oh, what has, no, oh, this is a serious joke. He said, it's not a joke. The wedding is off. Because the ladies or the guys, one of the parents, because they said, oh, we haven't agreed yet, so you, you can't marry. He said the wedding is off. Look, the guy was going crazy. So it's like, so what do we do now? The food is there, the drinks are there, souvenirs are there, people had come, pastors are ready to officiate the thing. They said the wedding is off. At the last minute, he was just wearing his jacket on. And then he will sit in the car and go. Because the wife is ready. 
almost there. They say, no, the wedding is, is finished. Called off. Until further notice. You can't marry until further notice. <laughs> I'm sure that that day, that morning, the guy was thanking us, Charlie, it's finished. I've been with you. It's finished. Everything, it was with expectancy. Yeah. He was expecting to get erections in the evening. Yes. Metallic erections in the evenings. They said, your wedding is off. <laughs> Listen. Hey, this case of almost there, it will never happen to you. No, you are not here. You are not, you are not, you are not here. I said, this case of it won't happen to you. No, no. control such things prayer 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 i know somebody who was due for promotion when it was time to promote the person she was actually sad yes yes <laughs> not that they didn't promote her she was sad you see so when i see people who don't take prayer seriously when we organize prayer meeting, you won't bother to come. You feel that there are things that are more important than that. You don't know that this prayer is what, you see, that is what even uh, validates what you are doing. <laughs> that is what, is, it is what makes your plans to come to pass. Yeah. That's what makes it come to pass. Because as you have planned, to get married there are forces who are also fighting that this thing won't happen it won't happen it will not happen like i went to a place and i i asked a lady why are you not married she was almost 40 years i said why are you not married he said oh when the people come they go when they come they go they are not serious then i said you are lying it's still that they are not serious you don't know what is happening you don't know. God opened my eyes and I saw under a tree. I saw a ring in a pot. A ring in the, in, the, in the bottle inside a pot under a tree. Yes. Yeah. And I told her that, look, it is not that the people are not serious. There is another force that is working so that what is called marriage will never happen to you. Yeah. I said, I'll show you. So in the meeting, I left. I was in the midst, but spiritually I left. And I went to her house. And I went under the tree. I broke the pot, broke the bottle, and I took the ring. And I brought the ring into the meeting. I called her pastor to come. And I gave oil to the pastor. Put it on her. This is her ring. Put it on her. This was last year. Last year. Late last year. Or around August or mid last year. Temali. This was in Temali. And I, I said, Bishop, put it on her. You are her pastor. I'm not her pastor. Me, I'm a guest here. I don't officiate. So you, you are her pastor. Put it on her. And the bishop put it. One, two, three. I said, now you can marry. Now you can marry. You will me this year, 3rd, 3rd of March. She invited me for a wedding, to a wedding. 3rd of March. <laughs> oh, 
It wasn't that the people were not serious. There was something that was preventing it. So if that meeting, that program had not come on, it means that this lady would have stayed unmarried thinking that the people were not serious. <laughs> Do you know why you there? Do you saw the lady? Yeah. Who was there? I don't you were there. Yeah. She's a real human being. She's called Antoinette. Yes. She, she's not a, she's not a, a whatever. A, a, it's not a cartoon. <laughs> Real. Human being. It's not an animation. On the 3rd of March this year, because I went there that week for another program, then she told me that she's getting married. I should stay and officiate the one. I said, no, no. My part, they have done it. Let the pastors do also their part. I have done it. I have released you. You are married. That's it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you see, in the same way, Yours may not be marriage. Yours may be ministry. Yours, yours may be your job, your career, something. Yours may be your education, something. And a force is controlling it. Some covenants in your background are controlling it. Church, you must rise up in prayer to break this thing. And determine that course. Make sure that you are on the course that God has ordained for you. And you see, strangely, even if God is the one who gave you that course, you can still be, you can still veer off. Yeah. You can go off. You can go off. God put you on that place. Eh? There are things you must be doing to maintain your course. If you don't do those things like prayer, other things will take you off. And even though God has planned for you to get to this height, floor number 72, you will never get to floor number 72 because there are forces that will ensure that you don't get there. So you see, you are able to move through by the force of prayer. You move through it. Hey, the world is not as you see it. Hallelujah. Don't think it is the way you see it. You must, you must fight for what is yours. Hallelujah. What God has destined for you, you must fight to get it. The fact that God has given it to you does not mean you automatically have it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it and I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. God wants you to be at point A. Hey, if you like sit there with your two hands in between your laps and be singing and snoring, you will never get to point A. You will never get there. God himself shedded it for you, but you will never get there if you just look at it. Never. It will never happen. So there are a lot of people with great future, great potentials. They are nowhere. Some die, they die like ordinary people. They die like ordinary people. There are many great people who never live to realize their greatness. Because they joke with things like prayer. They joked with it. Today I came to tell you that your prayer must go to another level. Yes. Your prayer, you must lift your prayer to another level. In case you are interested in your life, your prayer must move to the next level. 
Hallelujah. And somebody's prayer is moving to the next level. I say somebody's prayer is moving to the next level. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. Look at it. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. Look at it. According as his divine power has given us. Can you see? Highlight the word given. Highlight the word given. According as his divine power had given us. Not that may give us. No. Had given us his past tense. Has given unto us all things. Not some things. All things that pertain unto life and godliness. Is it in your Bible? Through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. Look at it. Beautiful, beautiful scripture. Beautiful. Beautiful. Give me other versions. Let's read something nice. Are you here or you are going to? Yeah. You don't like my message? Is it, is it important? Okay. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living godly life. <laughs> we have received all, all of this by coming to know him. The one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. It's too powerful. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Everything, you have been given everything. So my question is that, how come you have been given everything and yet it doesn't appear that you have everything? Answer that question for me. He didn't say that you may, according as his divine power may give unto us. It is according as his divine power has given unto us all things, not some things, all things that pertain unto life. Anything that has to do with life. God has given it to you. You are born again. You have come to know him. By coming to know him, he has given you all things. Yeah. But you don't have all things. Why? <laughs> you do not have all things. There are some things that seriously you are lacking. Yes. You don't have them. They are not there. You are struggling to get them. But God is saying that he has given us all things. Why? Because you see, whatever God gives, there are opposing forces who are there to ensure that you never get what he has given. Never. If you think I'm lying, talk to Daniel the next time you see him. The next time you see prophet Daniel, ask him. He went to God and prayed. He prayed about something. God was happy excited and the same day that he prayed God gave the answer same day God gave the answer some of you have made requests the request has been granted but it has never gotten to you yes and you are sleeping and you are snoring and when there's a prayer meeting you won't come and when there's fasting you will never bother to do it because you are better than all of us yes that's why you look better Never. Daniel prayed. God released the answer. The same day. Then the, the, a prince called the prince of Persia. Stopped. He stopped the delivery of the answer. 
Some of you, your blessings are hanging. They are up there. They are up there. They are hanging. It's not that they have been granted. They have been given. God gave the answer. He gave the answer. He gave the angel Gabriel. Take the answer to take the answer to Daniel. Take it. Then the priest came and said, Now lie. Now lie, you're not gonna go anywhere. And they started to battle for three weeks. They were fighting and fighting. Something that should have happened the very day. It took three weeks to come. <laughs> so there are forces that are delaying your blessings. They are delaying your marriage. They are delaying your employment. They are delaying your promotion. They are delaying the growth of your ministry. There are forces. They are stopping it even though God has given it. Stopping it. They had to call for reinforcement. For Michael to come. Before. After three weeks. It was delivered. Three weeks. What have you been calling for that is not coming? And I don't see why you have the confidence to sleep. You have the confidence to be snoring. And the comfort you are just. You eat anyhow. And you sleep at any time. You wake up at any time. Yes. It is madness to expect something to change when you live like that. It's madness. To expect something different when you keep doing the same things. Madness. You have schizophrenia. Yes. If you think I'm lying, ask Dr. Henry. Schizo. You've got schizo. Madness. Yeah. Short form, second. <laughs> Simple. Bottom. Yeah. Can somebody listen to can somebody hear what I'm saying? Your knees, you must go down on your knees. This is the time. This is the time. Go down on your knees. This is the time. <laughs> this is the time. Hey. You see, I called the lady. I saw something, so I called the lady. Then I said, young woman, how many are your siblings? Because I saw something that the parents had done. And I saw that it has affected seven people. So I called her. I said, how many are your siblings? She said six. I said, seven or six? She said six. I said, seven or six? Fortunately enough, a brother of hers was there. I said, where are any of you here? I called her. I said, how many are you? He said, seven. Then he reminded her of the one. And all the seven, do you know what had happened? They had tied their waist with a rope and tied the rope to a tree. All the seven. So you can go uh, to a level. Then when, when you go, it doesn't go. You go, it doesn't go. You go, it doesn't go. You, can't, you, you cannot move further from there. 
And I said, how, how is it? How is it? He said, oh, these are, these are, they are witches, they are this. And I said, look, look, something is controlling. Something is controlling that force. Something is controlling. Yeah. I don't know why you go and you hit. You go and you hit and you return. <laughs> That is the reason why. Look, don't wait for prophecy. Don't wait for prophecy. You may never be picked out. Don't wait for prophecy. Yeah. 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 There are some things that happened to me. I wish that a prophet had seen me and prophesied. (laughs) Maybe I would have been on my guard. No. I went and my head did a bang. (laughs) Don't wait for prophecy. Rise up and pray. Prayer. You don't need a prophet. You need prayer. You must rise up and pray and break things in the spirit. Rise up and pray. Maybe at a certain level, you need a prophet. Whatever. But at this time, you've got to pray. And determine what happens to you. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. Look at it. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. Listen to this. Look at it all. Are you here? Are you, are you here or you are asleep? Don't worry. This weather it will change soon, okay? Yeah. The weather it will change soon. Don't worry. It will change it soon. You now you'll be feeling cold. Yeah. You, as you are sitting here, you watch it. You'll be feeling cold. You say close the doors. Close the doors. And I'll close the doors for you. So that you have a little warm. So don't worry, it's a season. You'll be fine. I want you to look at the scripture. It says, Rise ye up. Take your journey. And pass over the river Anon. Behold. Listen, this English, listen. I have given into thine hand. I I have given into thine hand. I have given into your hand. Not that I would give you. I shall give you. I may give you. No, I have given past tense into your hands. Eh? Sion the Amorite, the king of Heshbon, and his land, I have given him and his land to you. So you should have, you should have it. But look at what it says. It says that. Begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. What I, what I have given you. Go and fight to collect it. I've given you your marriage. I've given you your ministry. I have given you your, your job. I've given you your career. The, 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 the lucrative career. I've given it to you. The blessed business. I've given it to you. The flourishing career. I have given it to you. But what I have given to you, you must begin to possess it. It means that even though I have given it to you, you are not in possession of it yet. You don't have it yet. Oh? He said that, ah, but if, if, you are, if you have possession of it, why would he say that? Begin to possess it. This is English. Begin to possess it. It means that even though I have given you, you are, you are not in possession of the thing yet. I have given you a glorious marriage. You are not in possession of the marriage yet. You are not yet. You don't have it yet. And he said, what do you do? He said, I contend. 
The one I have given you is a contend with him. Another thing he meant is that your victory is established. Before the battle will start, your victory is established. But if you don't fight, you will never get it. Yes. Never get it. You never get it. So he says that. We war. We war. We don't war against flesh and blood. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm. Our battle is not in the flesh. And the spiritual weapon to use is prayer. Prayer. Okay, Baba, and then say, listen. We are going to start an all day, all night prayer. Yes. Every day, every night. As you are clapping, you should also, you should also join in praying. Yeah. Because clapping is not enough. And we are going to pray. There will be a group praying during the day. There will be a group praying in the night. We, can, we will divide. The day will divide it. Maybe into three or four. A group will come from this time to this time. But there would be a chain of prayer. Chain of prayer. In the night, people are praying. Maybe a group or two. In the night, pray. Then in the morning before they leave, another group comes. And we are praying. We are praying for this land. That thing will be saved. I tell you, you should be here when they are doing their own war. The night, the Friday night to Saturday morning, you should see young people painted their faces red and white, marching on the streets, a sea of people. And you wonder, are, they, are all these people in tension? But the question, are all these people saved? Is this the way they will march to hell? One day I met one. It was terrible. It was, it is, it was a horrifying sight. Hey. Yeah. 2011. I, n- I have never made myself available to see that thing again. Because they almost destroyed my car. Yeah. This land must be saved. Because there are forces, whether you like it or not, there are forces controlling this land. Yes. And we must pray to limit their work. Yes. And release people from their grips to be saved. The Bible says that the Satan is like a roaring lion. Eh? It's like a roaring lion. It's not a lion. It's like a roaring lion. Moveth about, goeth about, seeking Seeking whom he may find. Will he find you? (laughs) When he comes and you are empty and you are dry. You are sleeping and snoring. And you are not praying. Every week the prayer you pray is when you come to church. And the pastor is about to preach. And say that let us pray that God will speak to us. That is the only prayer you pray in seven days. That's the only prayer. Even that if you are lucky that I'm here whilst you are starting the message. 
Yes, then I can pray that prayer. Otherwise, forget it. When Satan comes like a roaring lion, he will eat you up. He would eat you. Do you remember that the Bible also says, when, when a demon leaves a person, he goes about to find, look for other places where it is empty so that it can enter. Listen, demons are moving around all the time. Evil spirits are moving around all the time. What is your state? What is your state? When they come to you, will they find, will they find Novotel or uh, uh, what's the current hotel, the nicest hotel? Will they find Kimpiski in Charlton? Marriott. Would they find Marriott Hotel in your body? Because they are looking for a place to live. So when they are when they are ejected somewhere, they are going about looking for. Can I get any other place to stay? Let me go to Kodo Mansion. Let me go to Adwa Mansion. Let me go here. Let me go here. And they come looking for places. When they come to you, will they find a place? Oh yeah. Huh. How many people in church are filled with demons? Demons can't even understand what they are doing. They, they themselves they don't understand. We are doing what they are doing. Demons. You know why? Because you are empty. You are a conducive hotel for the demons who are moving about. Moving about. Hallelujah. And they said, if he leaves one place and goes and does not find any other place, he comes back to where he left. So if they have cast a demon out of you or a spirit has been, has been ejected from your life and you don't feel it, and with the word, what happens? It goes and comes. And when it comes and sees that you are empty, it doesn't enter. No. He goes to look for seven others who are more wicked than himself. And then they come together and they occupy you. And your state, your current state will be worse than before. So you see, you are not helping yourself when you are living without prayer. You don't pray. You don't pray. How many of you are going to pray? Yeah. Look at the people who are going to pray. Dr. Henry, look at them. Look at the people who are going to pray. Ask how many are going to pray? Look at the people who have lifted up their hands. Yeah. As for the people at the back there, they are not part. They won't pray. How many of you are going to pray? Pray. Today I came to tell you that as we approach the end of the year, your language must be prayer. Your food must be prayer. Yeah. I'm telling you. Things are controlling life. So. There is somebody who is there ready to marry you. Eh? But any man who comes is afraid. Yeah. Her life is filled with fear. He cannot. Good people are coming. He, she's turning down everybody because she's afraid. Meanwhile, God has said that he has not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. It will take prayer to break these things. Church, yeah, to take prayer. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you ready to pray? Stand to your feet. Our time is up.
I show you a clapping. Jesus. Lift up your hands. Pray that God will baptize you with the spirit of prayer. Open your mouth and begin to talk to him. Jesus. Talk to him. Let me hear your voice. Lift up your voice. Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. Oh, Jesus. 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 Oh Jesus, that you be baptized give you an desire for prayer in jesus father we thank you we bless you this afternoon thank you for your word in the name of jesus Oh, thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Baptize us in the spirit of prayer. Baptize us, God. Oh, in the river of prayer. Image us. May we be, may we be put down in this river. Yo, 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 so, yeah. And from our head to our toe. Father, cover us with this overwhelming spirit. Watch it. Watch it. Oh, Jesus. Are you talking to him? Baptize us with force of prayer. With this mighty force, God. Oh, so our lives will not be controlled and governed. Oh, God, our life will not be at the mercy of spirits. Oh, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We bless your name, O oh God. In the supreme name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Now, as every head is by and every eye closed, 
Maybe somebody invited you here, but you know you are not born again. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. You want to say that, Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus. I want to be born again today. I don't want to leave here without Jesus in my heart. You are saying this thing in your heart. If you want me to pray with you, I want you to lift up your right hand above your head, wherever you are standing. I'm going to pray with you. Jesus is calling. He's standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking. If you would hear and open the door, he would come into you. If you want me to pray with you, you want to be born again, wherever you are standing, let me see your right hand above your head, wherever you are standing. I'm going to pray with you. You've lifted up your hand. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I can see your hand. I want to be born again. I need Jesus. If you have lifted up your hand, please come to me. Come to Jesus. Come. Give your life today. Come on to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Let him have come wherever you are. Please come on to Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Oh, give life today. Give him your life. Give him your life today. He loves you. My. Come on to Jesus. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Those of you standing in front, can you lift up your two hands? As a sign of surrender. And I want the church to join us in this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Say it louder. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you this afternoon. Just as I am. I believe with all my heart. That you came into this world. You died on the cross. You shed your blood. To wash away all my sins this afternoon. I confess you, Jesus. This afternoon, I accept you, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for coming into my heart. Thank you for rescuing me. From today, I confess. I belong to Jesus from today I confess I belong to God thank you father for saving me this afternoon in Jesus name amen hallelujah wow look at the wonderful one